Three, two, one. What are you, what are you counting down for? Like, you're on telly or something. Are we live? Probably. We are streaming live on YouTube. We're in. Right, let's just turn that off. Right, so we're back. It's Sunday night. It's been a... Uh, it's been a funny old weekend. Anyway, we're back. We've got Sam, um, the Sam from Oval Renewables. Actually, the Electrician's Podcast, Electrician of the Year. Come on. Thank you. Um, and the inventor <laughs> of a new type of cable and the business guru. So we're going to be getting into all that with Sam in a bit. We're also going to be covering some uh, sexy topics on the news tonight. Sexy um, well, I just ripped them off of eFix News. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we're just going to be getting into all things electrical, renewables, and I don't know, telling Jamie he's not an engineer because he's not. Anyway, down to the sponsors. Let's get this out of the way. We are sponsored by Electrician's Pod.shop. And they exclusively sell Verso products. The Verso products are some of the best on the market at the moment. Um, because pound for pound, you'll be hard pushed to beat the build quality um, and reliability of the products. They're really well built. They're really reliable. And to be honest with you, pound for pound, they are unbeatable, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So, and without further ado, let's hand it over to Jamie Boy. I'm really glad this podcast on a Sunday night, because as you did the read for your uh, fantastic pod shop, I realised that I did the read for Chevron Arnoux. And then I realised that I needed to lean over to a bag over there to get out my F0607, which is the clamp meter that I want tomorrow. And this multi, this micron clamp I've got, which is really good. So, yeah, this even the read, mate. I just do need those for work tomorrow, so I've got them out. Chevron Arnu are the number one people to speak to, in my personal opinion, and the opinion of this podcast, if you want to measure something electrical, or even if you don't know what you want to do electrically, but you know you want to measure something, their reps and the people in the office are excellent technical advisors, and uh, they will point you in the right direction. So give them a try first, is my advice. I do and agree. Do actually... However, this is a bit of kick in the bollocks. Um, I've been gifted this this week. Uh, <laughs> IS tester. <laughs> We're giving this away today. This was gifted to us um, by the very lovely Liberato del Greco of Azuri Electrical. So he wanted to give this away. Some lucky person is going to win this to on this episode. I'm sure if people are testing it over that, it don't matter, does it? We don't mind. We're not, we're not uh, all it's, one it's way. Just, do you know but what it is? Some, it's just I, another... some of you got your... Go on, go on. It's just another electrician kicking in to the community. You can't, you can't no, knock that, can you? I'm sure even the lads at Chevron knew would knock that. Sam, did you get your mm. one of these? I've not got it yet. No, no. I've been speaking to um, I was speaking to Kel. I think he was away, and then we fell on Christmas and New Year. Oh, and then, right. Um, I'm, I've actually got the Pell. Uh, is it one hundred three? I can't remember the thing on it, but I've got that on a job, and I need to go back and take it off. So he's <laughs> still there. <laughs> so, so trying to tie it all in, but um, oh, yeah, so you, I was going to say because Chevron who's posting the best in the business. Yeah, and, uh, no, it's going to call pass. Yeah, I should have brought my barometer in. This sent me a barometer as well, cool, like you get on a ship. But uh, yeah. I ain't got it with me. It's not the guys we are pinned up. But yeah, Stefan, you've had your money's worth tonight. Enjoy. Give me <laughs> a try. Um, what's I going to say? Um, right, Jamie, news. Let's do it. New, news VT first, otherwise you get very, very upset. Well, what's the point of having it if you don't use it? You know what I mean? This is true. A bit like my penis. 
<laughs> Ladies right, and gentlemen, you want to tie it again? <laughs> oh, here we go. You you asked for it. <laughs> We're live. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, it is January the 1st of 31st will soon be upon us. Remember your self-assessment tax turn. Otherwise, you'll get fined for £100, I believe it is, isn't it? Do you know but what? Yours I'm definitely doing... getting fined. I don't even know how to do mine. I'm, I haven't spoke to my accountant for a month, for a year, and I don't... You've, got, yeah, you've, got an, you've actually got an accountant? Yeah, he's my pal from school. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I knew there'd be something dodgy about it. <laughs> um, I was about this today. I just did an Instagram story. Someone messaged me and asked me about accountants there. And just a little tip, yeah, relate to this. When you're in business, certainly at my level, I would imagine Sam's, I would imagine Sam's is probably the same, although they can correct me after us, yeah? You are not an accountant. You are a bookkeeper. So all you're doing is collecting receipts, giving out invoices and that. Your accountants should be doing all this for you, but it is still your responsibility to pay the bill on time. So just be aware of that. I'll just get fined. Don't you think that's a bit of a piss take though? Like, it's a bit like a bit like solicitors and people like I suppose a bit less like solicitors, but you get an account to do all the stuff that you don't know how to do. But if any S hits the fan, yeah. it's you it's you that's on the chopping block. And I've never really I've never really felt that that was very fair. But um but yeah, we've just swapped accountants because the last ones were absolutely useless, which is a tough thing to do when you're like trying to run a business and then you're trying to separate from one accountant and go to another, another. It's one. almost like um, they tie you up so you can't. Yeah. 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 yeah my, my, my old man got, when I was younger, younger than I could understand, uh, my old man had a bad accountant and got done by the money. Like, come around and goes, we want, I don't know, 20 grand off you back in the 80s. And that was like, well, but he's got, he, he was like, going, but we've got an accountant. Like, well, it's your responsibility, you're the director. So, yeah, it's what we it had, is. But, we had we had ba- we had bailiffs turning up at the door for for missed CIS payments and things like that, and we were like, what? "What? Wow!" And 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 it, we we meant we rang into the accounts obviously the next day, and um and all the post had been going to them, and we said, "Have you had any letters from us? Because we've had these bailiffs turn up," and uh, they were like, "Oh no, I don't think so." But I'll check on Monday morning. They checked and they'd had like three letters and just never passed them on. And they were the and ones that, is, that were telling us how much to pay as well. So that is not what you got an accountant for, is it? That no. is not what you become. No. That's where, for, that's where like for. I say, they're not just not accountable enough, I don't think. But anyway, yeah. CIS is the, the biggest, the biggest pain in the arse, CIS is something I really, really hate. I can't stand yeah. it. Yeah. And then um, I like getting the paid CIS, because it just means I don't have to do anything. I like that. But um as long as it is as long, this is the thing though. You're not getting paid the tax because they're taking it off you. As long as they're paying it, otherwise you're liable for it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I know somebody it. got yeah. done for that. I, and I was working for a firm and they wasn't paying the CIS payments. And all Which of a sudden he had not. like a four grand, he had a four grand bill. Um, it wasn't over renewables, was it? Is that why the bears yeah. were coming knocking uh, around? Wait, <laughs> Does anyone know why it was brought in CIS? Did it stop everyone... Like any work, like foreign workers or workers from different places disappearing. No, um, I, do yeah. was... no I do know this. No, I do know this. Go on, then. Go on, um, big moment. <laughs> it might be this because when I first started out subbing, you could get paid overseas and you pay like 4%. Um, you pay 4% tax and you could just literally, I was earning like, I was getting like £450 a week as like a labourer. It was not that. It was when they built the M1, they brought in loads of Irish labour because obviously the Irish are traditionally ground workers and stuff like that. They all came over, 
took all the cash and did one. Fair play mm. to him. <laughs> so they brought it in to stop it at source. That's what it was originally brought in for. Mm. But yeah, it's that time of the it's that time of the year. Don't forget. Otherwise, do you know what's funny? Off. Right, my mate was telling me the other day. He's a he's actually a landscaper, and his accountant phoned him up and goes. Oh, you got to pay uh, 15 grand this week. Uh, the bill's just coming for you. you got to pay it this week. And he's like, why are you telling me now? Like, yeah. <laughs> luckily he had it put away because he's really quite frugal with money. But he's like, this week, I think he had like three days to pay 15 grand. Like, where do you just rock up 15 grand from if you yeah. haven't got it? And this is the thing. I think we're touching this with the business stuff tonight, but when I, whatever I get paid, I put 20% in the account for the tax man because that's what they do. They go, oh, by the way, your tax bills do next week. Mm. Especially VAT. Like, if you ever spend your VAT, you're, you're going to have a bad time because the VAT man, I don't know if anyone's aware of this, because the VAT man is not, it's not tax, it's customs and excise. The tax man, if you owe the tax man money, he can't take your tools off you. He can't take your bed. He can't take your roof off your house because that's not very good. The tax, the VAT man, they can rip your ass down and sell the bricks. That's the that's the level of rights they've got. So yeah, See, if you ever spend your VAT, don't do that. We sit on the other side of the fence of that because because all of our stuff is not sent um VAT for customers. We're overspending on our VAT. So we're getting we we're getting rebates back because we're funny you should buying... mention that. What a segue <laughs> to the next part of the news. There we go. Like a new this is interesting for consumers and, and but that's literally, the worst, but... that's literally the worst bit of uh, picture you could have found. That's my battery. That's why I used it. I didn't want to like, seem to be favoritising things. You can't even tell it's a battery. It looks like someone's graffitied on the wall. Sorry, mister, I never write the news or do the full screen. Wanker. Um, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, this is great news to consumers, yeah? You're going to get the VAT off, right? Which sounds like, it just sounds like a bit of a scam to me. You get the VAT off, yeah? which means all the suppliers are going to put the prices up, something like that. It's a pain in the arse, though, for people like you, is it not, Sam? Because your VAT bill is now, like, playing Monopoly in space or something. You know what I mean? There's, there's numbers going everywhere. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty used to it with the solar side. And, and to be honest, a lot of the batteries that we sell are with a solar PV system anyway, and it all then is not sent VAT anyway, but this is for retrofit. So if you've already got a solar PV system with or without a battery... If you want to add uh, a battery into it, instead of paying that 20%, you're then you're at 0%. So it is a little bit tricky on the cash flow side of things. And that's, I mean, we could talk about the I wanna, business I wanna, side forever. I want to have you on that. Mark yeah. just said, um, sometimes it takes three months before you get your money back. Mm. Can I just clarify this for people that aren't you, Sam, yeah? Because uh, I, I don't know this works. For a start, it's, it's 0% VAT, Yeah. I've pulled up two contracts for calling that a 20% discount. It's not. It's a 16.666% discount. The, yeah. the one I want to clear up with you is, you go and buy some panels, yeah, for my house. Do you pay VAT on them? Yeah. So you pay the VAT. You yeah. don't charge the customer the VAT. And then you've and got then to sit on the loss and get it back. Right, that's yeah. I thought it worked. So everyone knows that's how it works now. It's not like the VAT free at source. You still got to pay. No, the which is often something I've I've I thought that would alleviate. You know, we're not we're not a massive company that would alleviate a lot of stress. Would be if it could be at source because then you know we're we're not overpaying. We're not paying twenty percent on every material that we buy from you know, renewable wholesalers, electrical wholesalers, everything you know to do with renewables. But uh, is it so nice? On. Is it nice because when you um, get your rebate, it's like almost. 
holding out your profit. Christmas. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like they saved up your profit for you almost. That's that must be yeah. quite nice. I think I think when you when you're in the heat of the moment of trying to run like all the day to day stuff yeah. in the business. You kind of you almost forget about it a little bit because you're so preoccupied arranging the next job and like answering questions and things. And sometimes you look at the bank and you're like, "We've done loads of jobs this this month or this couple of months. Where's like, how are we not Here's making my money? money?" And then and then you get the accounts ring up. So oh, by the way, you've got X amount of thousands coming in in uh you know in a, in a few weeks' time. And you're like, ah, that that's where it is. So it's basically um, the cream is when you actually get the VAT because <laughs> the rest of it is just you're just trying to make it to that next VAT window we're, a little we're, bit. We're, ling- we're lingering on the news a lot this week because obviously it's business month and this is what I'm talking about yeah. anyway. But um, do you, do, is yours the same as mine, yeah? I was in business for 20 years, I think about 15, 20 years, yeah? Most of that was VAT registered. I could never work it out. Some months the VAT bill would come and I'd be like, right, love, we're on beans for the week because I've got no money. Mm. And then other weeks I'd get loads of it back and I'd be like going and buying bags and, and cars and stuff. It just <laughs> yeah. never seemed to go any floats. Like one week it's taking it away, next next time it's and I just never got quite got to work it out. It's just a bit of a weird one. Yeah, it, is. Never it can be up and down. Depending on what job, like sometimes you can just do a job and just miss out on that window. Yeah. And then you have to wait for, for the next one and, and stuff. So it is uh, it is a juggling act, and that's why it'd be nice if it was done at source, so that you didn't even have to think about it. You just whatever you build was yours, and there wasn't you weren't wait, waiting for any any money to come in. This is one of them things that, like someone like myself, I'm very new to getting into business. I'm literally in the in, in the very first few days, and when I'm hearing stuff like this, it's like bloody hell. There's a lot more to just being a small business owner than going out, getting the work, doing the work, getting the cash. Yeah, and then you yeah, got yeah. the whole back end of it, which is fanning about with uh, VAT, and not that I'm at a VAT stage, and I, I mm. quite frankly, I wouldn't want to be for a couple of years. People, yeah, just another you, headache that you've got to deal with on top of everything else. People that always I'm just say finding that. out about now. Is it about people eighty grand that. or something like that? You have to. Earn, I think uh, like, so. Yeah, but it, can, it Mike, you, no, it's if turnover. You've got a account, yeah, turnover. Yeah, if you've got yeah. a decent accountant, they'll come to you and they'll say. I was on the flat rate scheme, right? Which is like a bit like pairs you go for that. And then one quarter says, oh, if you'd have been on a normal scheme, you'd have saved yourself five grand. And I was like, ah. Oh. So I went on a normal scheme. And I actually must admit, because I was a business to business business, I did well out of that. It, I find it better. I, I, I didn't mind yeah. it. But obviously, if you're a business to consumer or the member of the public, it can be a faff because they don't mm. want to pay it, blah, blah, blah. But um, for me, it was always right. But obviously, it does increase your accounting level. It increases your your, your time you've got to spend on it, it increases your accounting costs. So it is a bit of yeah. a double-edged sword. 100%. Yeah, it's a, it's a funny old thing getting into business, mate. Go on, what's the next segment, Jay? Oh, you know what it is. So you could have segued it nicely, but you didn't like Sam did. Oh, he's forgot the picture. Oh, what a dickhead. Hang on. Doesn't know what he's doing, does oh, he? Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Boom. This right, is, so is this year... Canada are putting out a like a bit of a deal for electricians to go and work well to move to Canada. Now that maybe ten years ago would have been something everyone had been jumping on, but if you've got your head screwed on now, you would not go to Canada with the communist dictator. Um, what's his Trudeau. name? Justin. No, what they they reckon he's the son of uh, Fidel Castro because his mum used to go out there all the time and he looks just like him, but he's basically he's a, a dictator. Weird, he's weird isn't he he's yeah odd. and he's a, he's a nightmare and he just like 
he froze all their bank accounts and just took money out. And if you even sent money to him, you had your bank. Listen, I wouldn't go out oh, there for anything. The trucker thing, yeah. Now, if we did that in this country, the police would support one or whatever, or just think of it. Yeah, they actually started seizing yeah. their bank accounts, which is like, that's, that's communist stuff. Yeah, that is scary. Yeah, like, so I wouldn't go out there. But if you fancy a change of scenery, fancy a change of uh, lifestyle, um, Canada or, is or open to just... sparkies. If you love maple syrup, I think I think to be honest, if we if you're going to go into politics, I think we need to be quiet over here. At the minute with <laughs> oh, for sure. Going on. Listen, like, oh, I, just, we on, never go, go. talk. We never talk about politics or current affairs on here. Um, but it's just something to bear in mind. If you see this and think, right, I'm I'm shooting out to Canada because it's kind of the dream, isn't it? Canada, America, Australia. If you get the chance to go there and work there or go there and live in another country, it's kind of appealing. But you've got to know what you're moving to, you know? You know yeah. what, though? Everywhere is the same. Like The Canadians are probably looking at the same thing and everywhere is going to be good yeah. points, though. 100%. But obviously, if you like making we'll still be after it. Also, mining, isn't it? If you want to go to Canada, there's money to be made in mines, but... Some scary ass stuff being stuck down them bad boys. Well, they reckon mm-hmm. the average the average salary out there is between forty five and sixty, so it's not far off here. But I suppose their money goes a lot a lot further out there. Yeah, Australia's yeah. the same. You get in the mines, Australia can earn big money, but the mines are all in the middle of nowhere, and all there's yeah. nothing around for you to spend it on. So and it, it takes a rich like, person in the bottle. And they reckon mm. it takes like to get the gr- the grime out of you. I know a few people have been out there and worked in the mines, and to get the grime out of you, you might take two weeks. <laughs> the coal mines as well, aren't they? So it's d- dust. I've never worked dust, in coal, yeah. but um... yeah, and it's like all bad in your like all f- your lungs. There's a load of problems that come with it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily recommend going working in a bloody coal mine. I worked in a, a gypsum mine, as I think I mentioned earlier before. Yeah, and uh, there was roads on the ground, probably about the same. Oh, as a superhero, you know, how long being a, an engineer, you know, how long a garage is. It was roads like that. I used to drive land roads down about forty mile an hour, and I've never been so careful in my life because. They'd say, like, if you're in an accident at the front, take an, take an hour to get you out. Then in Australia, it'd take you an hour to get the out, out of the mine. Then it's to fly to the hospital four yeah. hours anyway. So you really are, like, yeah. totally lonesome. And that's so, yeah, it's a, it's a big old place to be injured, basically. And that I concludes... That, it does. The it news. does conclude the news. Um, go on, Jamie. What is it? What? So you, you called our uh, illustrious um, guest today in um, being the number one sparky in the country because none of the other accolades mean anything. <laughs> Let's have it right. Luceco 30, 30 nonsense. Everything is worthless compared to our award. It is. Listen. Luceco 30 under 30. Oh, wow. Who Luceco anyway? Some two Bob Light and company. And then, <laughs> and then like... The only one worth winning is Electrician's Electrician of the Year. And that's our one. Yeah, because it was voted on by the, the other electricians. It's so good, yeah. I've not been able to save, send the trophies out yet because I need to let people just calm down about winning. Exactly. <laughs> I, I can't yeah. send the trophies out just yet because people are still on a high and I don't want to tip over the edge. Yeah, uh, also, yeah. also, allegedly a two Bob Lighting company. <laughs> so Sam's on because Sam's I asked Sam to come on because it's business month mm. Sam has grown since he's last been on as you can see by his lovely offices in the background mm. and he's been talking about something that Sam's going to find really boring like process and stuff so I thought we'd get you on to see how it's going no I'm not growing no, I don't think it's boring because one of the things that I've found um, you can't even really last... ban on this podcast anymore I'm going 
<laughs> one of the things I, I I've sort of found is like it is so you you've got to balance your time between doing a job, going quoting, then doing the paperwork, sending out invoices, chasing up invoices, and although I'm doing it on a very small scale with a lot less money involved, you must find that this is plus you've got employees, plus you've got other responsibilities and money to pay out and stuff. How are you dealing with that whole sort of workload? Do you have like a team around you? Have you started employing office bods? How's it? Where are you with all that? Yeah. So I think the first thing to say is, and I think uh, Jamie will agree from our conversations and things, I don't think anyone is an actual expert or guru in, in business. And I think that's where all the business courses now, I'm not going to, not going to set him off on that. But um, that's where all these business courses and things are maybe a little bit um, slightly misleading is that everyone just learns in their field day to day. And, and that has been a massive part of, 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 of our learning journey. It's been literally me and the wife like trying to battle through invoices, work out the whole VAT thing and everything to the point now where um, Jess, my wife, she, she works for us full time. Uh, she's off on maternity leave at the minute. Uh, but we've got uh, we just had a new person in the office, David, uh, uh, this week, and then there's another there's another two uh, guys in the office as well. So the office side is is growing quite quickly, and that's where this whole process conversation has started because there's obviously a wage bill to that, and I want everyone to be working as efficiently as possible, uh, and but without like a really good skeleton process of person rings in to person pays invoice and leaves your review all those steps in the middle if you don't get them nailed it's, it's can we roll it back a bit sam because hmm. you, well, i want to talk about that photo you sent me the other day because last time you came on here that's where you was at in it do you want to explain what you said the other day to everyone listening yes yeah, so I, I was going through you know how you get those sort of like memories come through on your phone and, and things like that and i I'd, i was looking for a photo and it, i came across two videos that i'd 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 filmed for basically just like this was where we were at hope, hoping for the day that we were in a nice dry office and basically I had on my driveway at home I had about three or four pallets of panels I had about 30k of batteries under tarpaulins wow. my, garage, my garage was full of like just you know isolators and batteries and up the back of the garden there was all the solar rail <laughs> like literally as soon as so, morning, all the guys would have to turn up Lock the street. How long ago was how long ago was that? Uh that will be what be a year. It'll be maybe six months or something like that. I'm terrible with dates. But... And that's you and your that's you and your missus slaving around laptops in the kitchen, is it? And having all your gear, having your stores on your drive with a tarpaulin no, pr- over it. Pretty much. It? Yeah, it was one step, one step along from that. We had um like a, a little shed thing that we'd um made, a bit like yours, Sam, to be honest, and we were operating from that. Uh, on the office side and for all the materials because we had, we had a couple of lockup units like uh, shipping containers on a on a park just around the corner but you can't just move a pallet of panels into them because you got to no. take them off the pallet put them in the van oh and yeah, yeah. Them again and you're just risking breaking them so it was kind of like just have to leave it there but it was it was crazy like my little girl like scootering in between all the pallets of panels and stuff like that it was yeah so, and, that I, and what you got now i'm sorry because i'm moving on next so with that it must be quite was you did you relish the chance to get into a like a proper commercial unit or was you a bit worried about getting into a commercial unit and having that 
that monthly nut that you've got to find now, which I expect yeah. you don't mm. have to divulge. Probably not cheap because you've got to pay business rates and all that on top as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it, it, it was one of those things where it was kind of a necessity uh, at that stage because we couldn't get any insurance because, you, you know, you mentioned that to your, to your home insurance. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, what, what's the value? Then, you know, they're probably thinking, oh, like a couple of grand of like this and that. And you say 60 grand and they're yeah. like, yeah, you're not going to get that on your home insurance. And and no commercial policy will do it because it's on a, a domestic premises. So it was kind of like you just stuck between a rock and a hard place. And I kind of had to just block out the the, the chances of like something happening to that kit. Luckily, it's so heavy that no one could move it, really. Uh, but, yeah, it kind of got to the point where we had just had to get something sorted. And uh, Also, whilst... for anyone listening, what storm are we on tonight? What storm like is it today? Isha or something? Yeah. So anything he like that? Mad, be, uh, so you So not only are you going to be sat in your bed, shitting your pants, and someone's going to break mm. through your tarpaulin and nick anything, or just or just vandalise it. But if anything yeah. like this storm happens, you just... You just... Oh yeah, I mean, there was there was very much there was times in the sort of at, at night where you'd you'd listen out and you'd hear the tarpaulin rattling and you're like, that, that rope's come off. So you'd have to go down in your pajamas <laughs> and like your slippers on and like trying to lash this thing and uh, pissing down. And, yeah, it was. How, how have you? Oh, sorry. sorry, Jay. How have you found this? Like the the migration from your drive to this. Obviously, there's a lot of upsides. And yeah. the, the like, obviously, there's a there's some downsides. It's like I expect the amount you pay on that that unit is probably somewhere like another wage almost. It is, yeah. So we a... pay we pay on this. Um, I think because it's kind of a state we managed to negotiate a staged rent, so it uh-huh. increases. Oh, all right. Um, so I think it was on for like thirty eight grand a year. Um, but we got the first this first year at thirty one. And then we got uh, the next, I think it increases to 32 for the next two years. And then I think it's like a five year uh, lease from. And obviously it's it's rateable, isn't it? You're not starting off and you're not rateable. You've gone, you had to go straight to rateable because what you do. Yeah. So so it's difficult because um, it's one of them when I've been chatting to people and we had obviously quite a few uh, options, they were either far too small or far too big. And it's one yeah. of those things where this probably was slightly on the big side for us, but you have to get what you can get, <laughs> you know, unless you're able to build something yourself. Do you so know it's funny? The bullet. It's funny. A lot of these, um, a lot of these units, people think they haven't got one big enough, or people think they've got one that's too mm. big for them. Yeah. Turns out six months down the line, it's not big enough. Well, this week, I have, yeah. this week in my I, I, when I was self-employed last time for COVID, I had a big old long unit. It was probably about I don't know sixty foot long, but it was big, and I moved into what is basically a, a, a double garage size unit. Just put all the stuff in there, and I've spent the last week after work moving all that stuff into a double double garage unit because when I got my own, there's no room in there. Can't work in there, yeah. so I, I effectively it was cheaper. I, I didn't miss it, but. I couldn't work today. I'm now having to rent an office, so I know you're paying like moving stuff around, just getting set up. It's not. I'm not. I'm under the rates, luckily, but it's not cheap and it's not easy. It's a massive step taking on property. Yeah, I think just on the just for other people watching, the business rates alone, I think we're about fourteen grand a year. Oh, so you're yeah, Jesus, it's it's a, it's it's a horrendous tax. It's a it's rule a of thumb in a business. It's horrendous. a good rule of thumb. I'd apply, and this is genuinely good advice. You just want to give me, yeah. Whatever your rent is, double it for your rates and yeah. your water bill and all that. Obviously, yeah. electric now, probably more, but just double your rent, yeah? Everywhere you go, whatever mm. rent they tell you, times it by two, that's probably what you're going to be paying in. Yeah, I think that's about right. That's what someone told me. 
Mm. So I yeah, I don't think you'll be under. I don't think you'll be under with that. Definitely not. I think that's probably about. I believe as well. I think up to five hundred. Don't quote me on this. Just Google small business rent uh, rate relief. Mm. I think up to five hundred square foot without a toilet, you don't pay rates. But there are loads of things to look at for that. But don't be put off like if you are looking at some premises because. There are smaller things, but like shared offices and stuff, but ever knows, it's well worth checking one, out. One thing that I looked into is um, some areas do enterprise zones as well, where oh, it might yeah, be a yeah. size, it might be like a building like this, but because it's an enterprise zone, they either they get rid of the business rates or they have them and stuff. Oh, unfortunately, wow. unfortunately, there, was, there wasn't anything like that uh, around here, but... Um, in the bigger bigger areas, there probably is with this whole leveling up thing. That so and alleg- allegedly, an enterprise zone might be, you know what I mean, a little bit rough. Yeah. <laughs> They're not giving yeah, away yeah. for no reason. Yeah, probably. So but... moving into this place, daunting, but mm. the upside, you you're you're like properly. Um, I don't know. You've almost landed, if you like. Right now, we're now we're set. We're we've got a great base to work from. What yeah. are you finding? Now, now you've got all those sort of teething problems out of the way. Um, obviously, you like getting stock and stuff like that. You've got that nailed now. What are you finding when it, when it comes to the growing pains of a business and, and trying to get that all sort of because a business, an efficient business, often is a, a profitable business. So mm. when you grow at the rate you're growing, how hard is it to keep on track and make sure everything's efficient? Yeah, I mean, there's it's it's like firefighting really you know you, you put one little fire out and you get that sorted then there's something <laughs> else burning just around the corner but um for me and that's why this year is the year of the process for us um that the office side is our biggest weakness at the minute not because of anyone that works for us just our process from start to finish the guys on site um you know we, we can't cut any time that it takes on site because we want the quality to be high and you can only cut down how long a week's worth of work is. You know, you might be able to nick a day off it now and again, but on on in the office side, if we can, you know, have the amount of time that we're messing about asking people where they're up to on this case, that you know, that job, this job, I'd, I'd say that is our biggest our biggest um, challenge at the minute. But then you get you have the same challenge that everyone else has, like cash flow, like you know, every um, members of staff needing you know, certain things and, and you know, things like that, that you've got to try and juggle all the time, these things. But equally, um, we just try and really motivate everybody uh, in the company to just want to do a good job. I feel like everybody goes to work wanting to do a good job, but they get beaten down by the company, the job, everything. And, and yeah. what, what I say to the guys on site is you have, as long as you want to do this job, We've booked in this week, but it takes an extra day. It takes an extra day, but do it so you're proud of it and so that you're handing it over, you know, feeling like you haven't rushed or anything. The the part of that that we then try and incentivize them to do it so that it doesn't take a week's job, doesn't take a month, is that uh, we have like a profit share of the company as well. So at the end oh, of the wow. year, um, so the more efficient everyone is, the more money they get in the packet uh, just before Christmas. So we try and do things you know like what, that. Mate, there's, there's no other way to do that. You can't mm. encourage people to work hard and fast to a good standard without a carrot and stick like that. You're quite right to take that, I think. So that's mm. that's, quite a bold, that's quite a bold move. And doing that, um, is I suppose even doing that's quite a hard balance because you can't you can't 
be too generous because not for not for any other reason then if you're too generous it's going to come at the cost of the company so you've got to stay profitable <clears throat> but you've yeah. also got to bring the people who help you build the company along with you how mm. like how is that manageable like there's so many factors that you have to sort of juggle whilst you're building this business how, yeah. Has it has it taken you away from what you love? Because this is something that we're speaking to uh, Mikey about last week, mm. and he found that he was building a business rather than doing what he wanted to do, and that really knocked yeah. the arso out of it for him. So, what yeah. are you are you finding that you're being dragged into this stuff you don't want to do? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. And the the different. I I went to. Um, college and I was an apprentice for you know four years five years and at no point during that apprenticeship <laughs> did I want to be sat in an office every day working at a computer <laughs> thinking about business processes I wanted to be on site you know using my hands and all the rest of it however I think you have to lean into the fact that you if you want to be a business owner on a, a with a business with people and you want to do exciting things and move move you know the company forward you have to be flexible and i've said to mm. quite a few a few of the guys on uh that work for us my role is has changed more than anybody's in this company because i've gone from literally up in the van heading down to birmingham to newcastle or london wherever you know wherever the job is and then just hoping the paperwork kind of just sorts itself out and and just you know kind of gets on top of that for us to now, like it just can't work without us really leveling up the office side, and that means I've got to be here doing it um, and and driving it. But luckily, the guys on site I trust a hundred percent, and the, the the contractors that we use as well trust hundred percent because they know that they aren't going to be rushed, they aren't going to be kicked up the ass if they've got something wrong because everyone fucks up at some point. But, you know, th there's there's going to be mistakes made, but I've got their back if something happens. And like I said, I think everybody goes to work wanting to do a decent job to a high standard. It's just that they ain't got the time, they're not getting paid enough, they get treated like an ass, and and then, <laughs> you know, just can't be arsed. And you're, you're just, just, to, just for the viewers, yeah, you're MCS, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking. You, you've got to get the lead, get the work coming, spec it up, quote it, order it, do it, and you've got to provide all that after sales bump. That is, yeah. And when you do, you've got a lot. There's the good old filing, so you've got all that too. So there's a lot of before process, after yeah. process. Arguably, maybe the job's not as big as the rest of it. So back before all of this energy crisis and before everyone else was getting into it, when we were doing it, there was times when when I first signed up to MCS. Me and Jess were looking at the cost and we're like, oh, my neck. I don't know if this is going to be worth it, you know, uh, because it's just so much work and, and so much. Yeah, cost. yeah. And, and people don't realize that when they're getting into it, but also customers don't realize that when they're asking for a reprice and can we change this? And you're like, I've got to do all that again. But, oh, because it's not know, just a matter of taking a panel off all the. All the paper that's going to be changed and just variations of contracts and paybacks and all this sort of oh. stuff. One of the things that me and Jamie sort of disagree on is the usefulness of software and apps like Tradify and stuff like yeah. that. Um, not necessarily software in general, but software for running your business. Jamie's a big proponent of Excel and stuff like that. Yeah, I tend to think that sometimes, yes, he's right when he says that um, a lot of these um, Tradify and 
Payakum, people like that, they are a just a nice user interface for mm. Excel, essentially. Do you find value in those softwares or not? Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, we use Excel, we use Word, we use that, but we also use um, a business management software called Simpro, um, which is quite, it's it's expensive. Um, and I think you could probably do everything you need to do on Excel uh, and Word and sort of the suite. The, the thing that is tricky is putting the time in to build it. And we, before, before we got this office and before we um, sort of started to grow with more people, we, uh, me and Jess built on a night an Excel uh, pricing spreadsheet. But then when we're looking now to um, keep track of stock, to raise purchase orders, to do just loads of stuff, to have like a, a management system that we keep all the customers' photos on, which I know you could use OneDrive, and we do use OneDrive, but uh, create job sheets and everything else. To have that all in one package is really helpful but equally if you're talented enough with excel and, and the suite i think you probably could make something um but for me it was just like I, I need to my, my, I'm, I'm I'm gonna, i've got i've got i've got to stop because you what you're saying about us disagree is right yeah but um when you get to sam's level i don't, I don't disagree obviously this service mate there's what sim pro yeah there's um there's another one called maestro and all that there's a few of them yeah at your level now, I don't disagree. You need software, but obviously, when we speak on this podcast, we are often speaking to the one-two man bands. But yeah, yeah, at your level now, you've got if you lose fifty brackets for a solar panel because your stock mm. check's wrong, that's not good enough. Like, you need to know where that's gone. So yeah, I get it at your level to be fair, but certainly yeah. down the the bottom end, I don't think people need it. But yeah, you are clearly moving on to that area now, aren't you? Where you you need to know yeah. where stuff is. You need you need to have something that everybody can use as well, uh, and I think mm. it's one of those things that if someone goes in and there's a there's some sort of you know um, formula that's wrong that's spitting out a weird a weird number, and you've got people that aren't clued up on that, you need you might notice it yourself and go, why does it say I need ten of those when I actually twenty? Um, but someone that isn't as clued up on Excel that just has been told to put this number here and that number yeah, there, you need no. someone to be able to. To look at it, but like I say, equally, I think I won't rush into any really expensive software without no. without first exploring what you can do with Excel because there's so much YouTube videos on on it all, and that's where we, me and Jess, learned through our first pricing spreadsheet, which was really me, good. But it was yeah. For me, yeah. as a one man band, I'm finding that QuickBooks for construction and Google Calendar is the mm. one. QuickBooks for construction because it does everything. So I just send it to my account and done. And then the Google Calendar is fantastic. I just love it. So we're, we're going me, to come back to this on a, on a point in the future because I think I think we're going to come back to this, aren't we? Because at the end of this run, when we've had the guest on next week, I think me and you are going to interview each other, aren't we, about where we're at and we're going to go over yeah. all this kind of stuff because we've covered everyone's... We've covered quite a lot of levels and quite a lot of angles in this. But yeah, uh, it's and what you're comfortable with, isn't it? If, you come to, if it makes you feel good, then I suppose you're right. At, at the moment, Sam, how many uh, employees do you have out in the field and in the office? Um, so out in the field, now I'm not there. There's only two two guys out in the field, uh, but we use a lot of um, a lot of really good uh, subcontractors um, to work with us on the job. So I'll always be an oval member of staff on on the job, but um, uh, and we tell customers that. Uh, but you know we may be running two jobs um, a week, something like that. Usually, depending on the scale of the job. Uh, and then there's uh, what is there now? There's one, two, counting the desks. One, two, three, 
Well, five, <laughs> five of us, five of them in, in, in the office, apart from Jess at the minute, who's on maternity, but she will be coming. So back. often, um, when, when you talk to uh, a lot of people in business and that, they often say, like, when a company has more in the office than they do in the field, it's almost like you're doing it the wrong way around. Like, yeah. how do you sort of, what is your answer to that at this stage? Yeah, I'd, I'd say 100%. Um, and that's why I have to get the processes right now because uh, we can't, I was thinking about this on the way down to the office today. And I feel like you can, it can just be a bun fight. You can just get a lead in and then go, uh, you do it and you do this and you do that. And, but you'll need double the amount of people to handle it because yeah. everyone's like, doesn't really know what they're doing and this, that, and mm. the other. So, but until I, until I get those processes sorted and the office um, sort of tip top in what they do, I can't expand the on-site side much further because I'm just pissing into that pot <laughs> and, and it just all becomes even more of a mess. So, so the, um, you're not, you're not, you're not a total capacity on site, but you could, you could, Streamline the office will get you a bit more out of it, will it? Yeah, yeah. So, so on on site, on site, there's always improvements that can be made. We can probably we could probably expand that if we wanted to, but because there's so much back end stuff to get a job over the line to the point where the guys need to be on site, we you need that process to be really slick so that you've got the work coming up. Because if I was to double the on site side, I need double the amount of work which at the minute I probably need double the amount of people in the office to get through it because our processes aren't nailed yet. Also, the uh, overheads are just blowing up. Also, with the with um, solar, so much of it, and certainly with the MCS side, so much of it is admin work. Yeah. Like, it's actually, it might even be skewed towards admin work more than it is. Like, the solar... Yeah, so. you're right, you're right. Relatively... Not easy. Well, it is relatively easy. It's a, uh, like, it's a set way of doing it, and you get mm. in there and you do it. And then in the office, they might be compiling different uh, serial numbers, all kinds of nonsense for a week. Yeah. And so, yeah. And just, and just to add as well, um, for viewers that don't know Sam, don't follow Sam, or you could on Over Renewables on Instagram, whatever. Yeah, he's not, you're not localized, Sam. You're all over the country, aren't you? So yeah, if you yeah, get so a job, a lot of gear goes down to um, Leeds or something, and then someone doesn't send the brackets that hold the panels down or someone forgets a bag of bolts. That's mm. a big expense in it to rectify that. So yeah. The yeah, we had a job in Lewisham. yeah. So we're based in York and um, we had a job in Lewisham that uh, me and Bill were on with Dean, one of our subcontractors. And there was a crane on, we got this job came in late and we had um, like literally under a week to get it all the way through, through the process. And they said, right, the crane is going at the end of this week. So we arranged everything, got it all signed up, contract signed, got all the order place. We got there on site, and half the gear's missing. And we ring, we ring the supplier, and they go, "Oh, sorry, yeah, we haven't, we we've got to send that half of the order." So we have to load. Oh, and that, all this that's the one thing for solar. That's the one yeah. thing for solar that if you're doing sockets, kitchens, lights, rewires, industrial machinery like I do, even stuff like that, there are people dotted around that will sell you stuff. But solar's not like that, is it? You're not going to go no. and buy some brackets or something, which is the real killer for you, I suppose, if it goes right yeah. or wrong. Yeah, and, but it, yeah, it's it's a tricky one. One of the things, uh, like I'm really uh, not baffling me, but I'm really trying to find out how to do better um, in my early stages. Is how are you finding work? Like, because a lot of people go, I only get work by word of mouth. Yeah, all right, maybe you do. 
But if you want to expand at the rate you are and you want to do mm. what you're doing, you're not getting it just from word of mouth, are you? No, no. So um, social media is, every, is, is where we get, I'd say, 90, well, 80% of our work. When you say social media, yeah, did, um, like iron that out for so, me a bit. Yeah, so um, Instagram, YouTube is a big one. Um, not really anything on TikTok, but my my socials have kind of slowed down a little bit because of all this business side of things. But um, it's not just direct customers that we get um, uh, we get leads through. It's other electricians, builders, plumbers, people like that, uh, that then are uh, working on a job and recommend us to to that job. I was just going to say today, your your Instagram is very sparky faced, isn't it? But I've read mm. that wrong, and your Instagram is very other contractors that might bring you work facing. Is that is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I to be honest, it's not even it's not that deep. Really, <laughs> we're literally. <laughs> I like just putting on what we're doing, why we're doing things, Fair um, and and people, I think, gravitate to that because I've like I've said to a lot of people that have said, oh, you know, we want to get our Instagram up and running. If you got any advice, I just said, don't sell on it. Don't sell. <laughs> just just talk about what you're fitting and show that you're passionate about it, and people gravitate to that. If you're if you're genuinely interested about what you do and you enjoy it. You can talk about it via, you know, a, a voice note, or you're putting posts up talking about how you've got on that day. And as long as you are crap at it and you, you're able to I show think, good workmanship, then I think people gravitate to it. Really, I think that's sage advice, mate. I think there's a big anti. There's a lot of anti advert going off, and yeah, that massive, is, massive. That is good. That is good advice. Yeah. Like, just be yourself. Show them what you're doing, and they'll yeah. make their own mind. Like, and, and people like people, and people buy from people, and. At the end of the day, you know, if if you if you're good enough at what you do, your work will sell itself as long as you've taken the photos, taken the videos, um, uh, on it. So yeah, that's what that's what we. When do. it comes when it comes to, it's a bit all over the shop at the moment. When it comes to um, profit, mm. when you're when you're pricing up a job, um, mm-hmm. one of the things that I, I've been, my brother, me and my brother are going into like a bit of a side business as well. We're doing mm-hmm. garage conversions and stuff. My brother's a builder. He has been for a long time. Um, and I've picked up quite a few around here. So I do the electrical. He does the uh, the fit out and stuff. And one of the things we keep arguing about is how to do, how do you, um, how do you create the profit when you're doing the quote? So mm. I'm trying to drum it into his head that our wages are a cost. So mm. us doing the work that day, say it's 250 quid a day to do the for, for our wages, that yeah. isn't the profit. And he can't yeah. get it around his head. Yeah, because builders are used to jobbing day rates, aren't they? Is yeah. that, that's so, the mentality. What do you what do you add a percentage? So do you have the cost and then you add a percentage? And roughly, I know it's not not great to talk about, what sort of percentage do you add on? Yeah, no, I'm happy to talk about it. So um so yeah, definitely try and get yourself out of the headspace of your your hourly rate is your profit because it's definitely not if no. you weren't doing the work and it was someone you employed you would have to make money on their wage so you've got to treat your mm. own wage like that um and and so what what we do is firstly you need to know what your overheads are that are eating away no matter if you're all, if you're working or you're not so for us like this place the electric you know, van uh, finance, MOT, insurance, and basically put all that into like a spreadsheet or something like that and work out 
what that is. So what you're spending. Um, and then what we've done is, I'm trying to remember exactly how we've worked it out, but we've then divided that up over over the number of um, wage, uh, sorry, the, the number of employees that are effectively doing the work. And that gets added on to their hourly rate. So we're covering our overheads and the and the employee's right. hourly rate in what we're billing them out for. So Artisan got a lot of stick about, you know, 700 quid a, a day or whatever. But when you start adding up how much um, it takes to uh, run a company and all the overheads and everything, then, you know, you're pricing in some some wild mm. figures. Uh, and actually, <clears throat> then on top of all of that, you've got obviously your materials. Um, materials can vary in, in margin, but never any less than 25% on the materials. Uh, but usually between... Um, for, for a job as a total, our sweet spot is somewhere between 20 and 30%. So it okay. depends on the scale of the job, really. Because that's interesting, because some people work out the profit by um, having their labour on site and their, mm. their labour might cost, the cost of the labour might be 200 quid a head, but yeah. they'll charge them out at 400 quid a head and that mm. 200 quid is their profit, yeah. which I don't really like to do it like that. <clears throat> That's the true, though, isn't it? If you're if that... you're dealing with a whole product like a solar install, you have the profit on. If you're if if you set out to be a job in electrician, a day electrician, you shouldn't like we shouldn't be casting that off in this conversation. You know what I mean? Oh no, for sure. Wanna, the, there no, are but... people out there. And your best bet is to do day rate. So don't like think we're mm. having a knock no, here because no, the, the different there's, there's so. labour than there's a job. There's a product of his labour in there. Is what I I'm think, trying to get at. I think on that though, just just to clear that up as well is. Um, where you mentioned there that the labour is costing you 200 quid, is that what you're paying that person to yes. do that job? Or does that include the van, the the subscription no. to, you know, Tradeify or Simpro or whoever, your Microsoft package, your all this other stuff? Because actually that that you it might be 250 quid that's actually costing you. So you need to right. you need to add that on top. This is only my advice. I'm no massive expert in it, but um you add that on top and then you apply your markup on top of that because then that is actually your profit. Because otherwise, otherwise, if you priced in 25% profit, you've actually maybe only earned 15% because you've had to then take out of that all your subscriptions, your MOT, your, your sundries. Yeah, all, your all sundries the stuff that you think, are ah, well, it's only a little up. bit. But then over a course of a year, that really does add up. And, and you get to the end of the year and you go, oof, we had some really good jobs. You look at it and you go, hmm, I thought I'd have earned more. And that's because you need to apply those costs at the point of billing billing yourself out. And that goes for you know someone working on their own to someone miles bigger than us. All that needs to be needs to be priced in right from the start. See, that's, that's an amazing bit of advice, actually, because, you know, when it comes, like, I've, I had, it's funny this week, I've got a bit of a weird story, um, I had a customer, she phoned me up. She's like, oh, I need some cameras fitted, blah, blah. It's fine. They're ring cameras. She wanted one at the end of the garden, one halfway up the garden, one in uh, on the front door, like a ring mm. doorbell. Got around there and, you know, priced it. I, I had a look and then I went home to do like to do a load of quotes that day. Anyway, she's ringing me up, ringing me up, ringing me up. Um, I need a quote now. I need the quote now. And I'm like, fucking hell, what's going on here? Anyway. I just threw out a number in the end, got pressured into it, threw out a number, uh, got round there. So to fit three cameras, um, 
wasn't particularly difficult. The, the, there was power relatively close. It wasn't going to be a, a lot of work, but I put 200 quid in that. <laughs> and I got there. So I turned up, turned up to do the job. And I was already like, why have I done this? Well, honestly, why have I done this? And I turn up and she's outside, full blown row with the neighbors next door because it's all to do with the neighbors next door. Oh, no. And I'm standing there. Oh, and it, mate. It's minus three as well. <laughs> so I'm freezing cold. I'm standing there. I, was, I said, I'm just going to go and get in, the, get in the car. So I'm sitting there. Finally, that all calms down. Mm. I go in there to start doing the work. And I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, mate, this is so much. This is going to be like a day's worth of work now. Yeah. For 200 quid, I was fuming. Anyway, yeah. she's all trying. She comes up to me. She goes, oh, I need a hug. Started hugging me. I'm like, this mad old bitch. <laughs> the other way around, that's, that's going to get you in a lot of trouble. Isn't I it? know. And I'm like, oh, I might get off. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, she's uh, now she's telling me all the story about all that. And I'm trying to sort out this ring doorbell. And I've got this circulation problem in this hand. And my fingers have gone numb. And I can't even get the, get the screws. I've got like a claw. <laughs> and I just went to her, do you know what? I'm out. I've got, I'm Fair pulling. Play. I'm pulling the shoot today. I'm pulling the shoot. I was like, my fingers, I can't use my fingers in this freezing cold. You're not in headspace for me to be here. And it's incredibly, uh, I don't know, incredibly um, not good. So cut to the chase. Was there actually any ring, any ring cameras to fit? Or did she pay 200 quid to go around for a cuddle? Was she a talker or was she a porker? (laughs) Well, here's the thing, right? I got, I got, um, so I bailed, I got home and she said, will you come and do it another day? And I was like, yeah, no, no, fine. Um, I'll come and do it on Sunday. And she's, that's fine. Later on that evening, she phones me up and goes, don't worry about it. I can't afford it. Um, yeah. So don't, don't worry. Come in. She's brought the cameras. She's brought the cameras. (laughs) There's something not right. You probably save yourself a murder there. Yeah. So So with things like that, Getting the quote in right, and I think the bit of advice you say you said like work out what what your cost is per day for all of these things. You've mm. got to add that to your day rate, haven't you? You've just got you, to. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you, know, you're actually you want to actually know if you want to know what you want to make, like what you're actually going to make at the end of it, you have to add those costs in because they're only going to take a chunk out of that at the end of the year. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's a mega advice actually, and I know it's only simple, and people will be rolling their eyes, going, "Why didn't you think of that?" Because I ain't smart. You know, <laughs> when you someone gets a quote as well, you know, when like it doesn't matter if it's the mad old woman getting a getting a three ring cameras put up, or someone having like twenty seven grams of soda in their back garden. That's the big thing to them, and they yeah. want that they've done the decision, they want it round. Then when you're making them wait four days to a quote. That's all they're thinking about. Mm. You're doing 10 other quotes, but they're like, oh, blah, 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 blah. and they don't realise that they're focused on one thing. You're trying to do 10 of that thing. Yeah, so yeah. often when you get quotas, they're like, I used to, when I used to, when I started off, I used to have a mate Kennedy in kitchens, yeah? And you're just banging around these houses every day, lobbing things in, smashing scenes down, blah, 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 blah. What you don't realise is that is the second, maybe third biggest purchase that person will ever make yeah. is that kitchen. Yeah. And like you're yeah. there, it's normal to you bashing their walls mm. down, but to them, it's like a magical thing, something they ask. Also, they then think that you're there working late 
at night to get their kitchen done for them. They don't realise that's par for the course with fitting kitchens. Mm. So there's all these emotions going off that are totally skewed on each yeah. side. It, and it's, like, it's weird. The, 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 each side thinks completely different things about the job that, that mm. the other side does. It is crazy. It's very, very strange. Sam, yeah. what is the... Um... So what sort of money are you turning over at the moment? As a, as a company, I know but it's a flex for you to say. I think you know. How old are you, mate? I'm 29. You're 29. Is everyone yeah. my age on this program? I know. Or what? <laughs> Makes me feel old. Do you know what made me feel even older than talking to Mikey and this guy this week? <laughs> my barber come round to cut my cut my hair this week, and he goes, "Oh, look at your eyebrows." And had to trim my eyebrows. Oh, no. You know, you're old <laughs> when you've got long eyebrows, bruv. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm. But what uh, are you uh, turning you... over, boss? Yeah. So for me, it's always that thing, and I think I sent Jamie a voice note on this. Uh, turnover is vanity, profit is sanity. So you've got a, you can make you can turn over ten million and earn a quid like that. But uh, for us, uh, it's a nice gauge for how the work is increasing and the yes. Gauges. So for us, um, I can't remember exactly, but I think last year it was like one point four or one point six million, somewhere between there. Wow. For for but the change fortune, <laughs> but the kit the kit costs a fortune. You know, it's you know. Do you know the Do you know the last bit of that phrase, Sam? What's that? Do you know the extra bit on that phrase you just said? No, I know differently gonna... from the from the book, the Streetwise Summary. So it's uh, okay. It's turnovers, vanity, profit is sanity, cash flows the king. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that, that's I the agree extra that. bit on yeah. the end because obviously we all are. You just like pumping every penny you've got into those solar panels. Yeah. Then when you get paid, you're doing it all again, aren't you? Yeah. It's like yeah. It's and without it, that it is, turnover, it must. Yeah. If someone's a late pay, it must absolutely slow you right down. Not saying destroy, but it must affect things. And do you know yeah, what I mean, we haven't uh, spoken yeah. about yet? So, so not only have you built this nice nice um company it's it's doing you well all right it's stressful but mm. you've got you've built a nice company you're quite pleased with it i think yeah yeah day to day stresses but yeah i like i like doing it and everything yeah you've also gone out and developed a cable is it a award <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's is it um... doncaster cables you developed it with yeah yeah i'll, Let's I'll get tell into you... that bit yes <laughs> So it was it was a bit of a mad experience, really. So I was I'd been to survey a job, and the cable run had to go outside to the DC uh, side of things, and it was an absolute beast to conduit. Like it would have looked horrendous and everything. Um, and I knew uh, I knew a couple of the guys at Doncaster Cables through somewhere else that um, I'd been chatting to them about, and so I rang them on the way to my next survey and said. Have you ever come across basically a multi-core DC cable? Because there's all this stuff around uh, SWA not being suitable and going to scrap it, even though they recommended it, and all this sort of stuff. So I was kind of like, there must be an easier option here. Um, so I spoke to Doncaster Cables. They said, no, I've never, never heard of anything like that, um, you know, on the market. We can have a little look. Rang me back and said, no, I can't find anything around it. And uh, they said, can you come in tomorrow to have a chat? Um, I said, uh, yeah, I can actually, weirdly, just a gap in the diary. So I went in and they'd already kind of like mocked up what they were thought I was thinking. And it, it wasn't what I was thinking, but it, it showed it showed that they were actually quite invested in it already. And the guy at Doncaster Cables are fantastic. Like the, the think out the box, 
they give you the time uh, to explain your ideas and yeah, have been really good. And then it took, it's taken about a year to get it to this point. And, and after, and throughout that, solar only got more popular. The energy crisis has come in and it kind of was like, Christ, this is actually, you know, there's a so lot tell of me, tell me what, what's the problem that this cable solves? Yeah. So, um, Pretty much any solar installers that watch this will know the dread of having to use some four mil or six mil single core PV cable. That's the only real cable that was around. Um, it was just single cores and you had to mechanically protect it in most cases because you had to come down the side of a building or, you know, through a garage or whatever. So really it needs to be in some conduit or trunking. This cable basically includes um, either a two or a four core um, single core cable. So you've got your two positives and two negatives or one positive, one negative, and it encases it into like a high tuck sheet um, to protect that cable without the need of... What, like this? <laughs> like that one, yeah. Like exactly. this bit, I've got it here. Sorry, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I was eyeing around the guys. Looking so it's basically armoured without the armoured, almost. Yeah. Yeah, so there's there's some other there's some other ones coming out um, soon, some different sizes and things like that, which Doncaster Cables will announce. But um, but yeah, so it's coloured already in the polarity um, and marked, so you know which pair is which. Obviously, the four yeah. core you have two reds, two whites, but they are marked. Um, so all you, basically, what you can do is you can take that straight onto the roof, put your MC fours on the end of the which are the connectors for solar onto the end of that cable because it's like it's just the normal solar PV cable that we're all used to using anyway. It's just coloured. Yeah. Uh, and then take the other side directly into your isolator um, and ferrule it up and put it into your isolator or into your inverter without the need to, you know, put a junction box in if you're using a different type of cable okay. or anything like that. Um, just take it straight I'm just, out. So I'm it's just basically, instead of, it's, it's basically a double insulated twin enough type of thing well yeah it's, it's a bit more like a yeah it's, it's a high tough cable high um, tough. But, but you yeah. can strip it in the loft and then just clip your normal um pv cables just clip them like you would do um the the standard black ones because they're still double insulated so jamie's having a mission here because i'm not it's that easy because i've <laughs> all i've used is the stripping tool and i want to just yeah. say right i've just done it, 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 it and i've literally to grab the bit of the floor yeah so i did it without mm. any snips nothing just a stripping tool who put this string in here? That, that was genius. my idea. So yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I knew when I saw this string, I knew that it was done by someone that did the job. So yeah. if yeah. I, viewers would have just seen me strip that, and that was a piece of piss. And so I, all what, I used was a tool. So hmm. how does that? Um... Wait, it's gone out my head. The usually you have to have hmm. like a BSEN number. Is that right? Yeah. There's so that's more than and... cable side, but. Um... It's because it's the, the solar cores are just normal solar PV cables, so it's it's already oh. all of that is all all because that's the thing everything. for your MCS, isn't it? They probably wouldn't accept it if it was like a new, brand new from the ground up cable. Yeah, I'm not too sure to be honest. I know that um, uh, all that side was was more Doncaster cables who were used yeah. to bringing like EV Ultra out and, and all the yeah. rest of it. Um, I've got to say at this point, yeah, I've got to just say, you know, Doncaster cables, right? It's hmm. it, 15 years ago, I'm going to say this out loud, yeah, they weren't very good, right? The K weren't right. very good, yeah? In the past 15 years, the stuff they brought out, the innovation, and it's British made, is is quality. And I always, genuinely, even though they've never, like, we, I don't ever shout about it, I use their cable because mm. I like them. I like what they do, stuff like this. And uh, 
it is, it is better than it used to be if anyone's got horror stories from back in the day when they first started. And no one else is knocking out stuff like this. No one else is mm. doing this kind of ingenious stuff. Here's yeah. an interesting question. Mm. Uh, Murray McGowan being, has said, isn't that new cable about five times the price of standard DC cable? So it is more expensive, absolutely. It will be. Yeah. Um, so if you were to, and I said this at, um, the battery storage show uh, gone out of my head now, the one in Birmingham, the big one that we we, we basically released it at. Yeah. That was one of the biggest questions. Well, how much, you know, how much am I paying for this? Yeah. Um, and I said, if you if you filled your van with everything you needed for installing um, normal solar PV cable with your conduit, your trunk in, whatever, um, and then you filled it with PV Ultra, which is that there that Jamie's got, you'd probably be paying slightly more or a lot more, depending on the cable run, for the PV Ultra. The, ta- mm. the cost saving yeah, is, is in the installation side, but also in the neatness that you can easily do this, because it's just like clipping an armoured cable, rather than having to do your sets, your bends, and all oh, the rest mate. of it. The last thing you want uh, to be doing that... is doing a load of uh, either trunking I... or conduit, because at yeah. the end of the day, unless you're using, um, what's that stuff? Con... con... Conlock con crap. Conlock crap. Um, it's going to take you a long time to do that install. Well, you just want to you want to deal with that single package, don't you? But if you want to deal with that single package rather than what are basically four floppy cables, you've got to pay mm. for it. So that's, yeah. that's just the cleats of it. Cleats, all those metal all the, ones you get. Yeah, around metal ones. That. Yeah, if yeah. If you've got and, infinite time, go for the fuck around factor. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's it. It's not. It's not saying that the old way is wrong. It's yeah, just saying exactly. that the old way is it just takes forever. And you might have. I've said to a few people at the show, if you've got an inverter in your garage. The panels are going on top of your garage. You're probably not going to use PV Ultra unless you've got like an offcut that you want to use up. But if you've got yeah. your inverter in your garage, panels at the other side of your house, and you've got to go up a gable, out of a garage wall, up a gable wall, through a loft, yeah. and then out onto a roof, like this is, time saving is just going to be immense. This is what you use when you need to use it. Like you say, if, yeah. I bet you don't even use it sometimes. I bet because you're not going to come off. I a use it whenever I can. I use it but whenever you gonna, I can. Are you going to come off a roof into a loft with this, or are you going to use normal cable? Um, if, there's no need, is there? If you're straight through the loft, do you know what's good about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know so what's like, good about that? If you need is, to get down, you can mm, use it. Yeah. One of the good things about that is if you're doing an install down on the coast, one of the biggest problems since I've moved down here that i found is like nothing lasts mm. and certainly any conduit or any steel trunking or anything steel that you put in down here, two years is going to be needing replacing. So that yeah. gets around that problem as well. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty just do what idea, everyone asks you. Just before in the chat says it, yeah, we know they're the same colours, but one of them's got a line on it, yeah? Yeah. So, he, so that's what everyone it. asks. It's the safe someone asking it. Well, yeah. is that negative or is that just dashes? They're, they're just is dashes, that... so yeah. So, so yeah, they've got just dashes, a, a pair that's not nice. dashed and a pair that is dashed. So I think Doncaster Cables have, have changed it slightly where they did the inner core of uh, one pair white and one pair black, but they've changed that after um, after reconsidering it because I said to them, look, you won't be able to tell which pair is which when you've got your MC4 on. So they've gone back to the dashes now. So if anyone's oh, going to be using it, then just just be aware that they might you might your first bit they've changed it all now. But the first bit that you get, you might just have to look at the end of the cores, and there'll be two that are different color. 
but um, it won't be long till all that's gone. And the, it's just trials, isn't it? Down. People, manufacturers yeah. all try new things because that's how things like this get made, in it, I suppose. Yeah. Do you know what we've yeah, done? It's a kit. Do you know what we've done? We haven't given now away our tester. I'm actually <laughs> going to do the giveaway. I know it's a liberty now, but I'm actually going to do the giveaway on Instagram. I'm going to sort that out a bit later on. I'm going to do the giveaway on Instagram because it's just not going to happen now. We're 10 minutes over as usual now. Sam, I think that you may not only been the uh, spark of the year, you might have been the guest of the year so far. Wow, thank you very much. It's been a really good... What is Jamie doing? He's always got a problem. He's always such an attention-seeking child. He is, honestly. Um, but yeah, no, mate, it's been absolutely fascinating. I'd love to get you back on again at, like towards the end of the year to see how you to see your yeah. progression how you've got on well I'd, I'd i'd love to come back on and and in you know months time a few months time or something like that and just give you an update on the processes side yeah, man. It might be might be really really useful for people watching as to how yeah, we, we tried think... to do it and we probably made some mistakes along the way but um yeah if we can help out then then it'd be great i, I tell you what it was one of the things about the sparky community at the moment it is absolutely fascinating um mm -hmm. For myself, I um, I went to I had Azuri Electrical Liberato come down. I didn't know how to do a. I I've never not that I don't know how to do it. I have never done a electric car charger before. Hmm. So there's some intricacies that you have to know about it that I definitely yeah. didn't know. I could have watched some YouTube channels, but you're sort of winging it. So I invited Libby down to uh, to have a look at like to work with me for the day. And honestly, he came down. We had a great day, belly laughing all days, fitting this thing. Um, and we we're on the seafront looking out at the sea all day. It was a cold day, but it was a nice, clear day. Yeah. He come back to mine for, for dinner with the family and stuff. That's and good. honestly, it's changed my whole outlook. And I wonder if you feel this, the community around you in this in this industry, if you're moving in a positive way and you're trying to build yourself up, everyone's mm. just just wants you to win. Yeah, everyone's in the same boat. Everyone's just trying to do a good job. Like I said, everyone wants to go to work and do a good job, in my view. And if you put that positivity out and don't try and nutcrack everyone to go, you've got half an hour to do this and, and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. Then then I think everyone everyone wants to do a good job. Everyone wants to be nice. Everyone wants to have a laugh and and provide for their families or whatever they're saving for. Uh, and I think it's one of those that as long as you have that ethos as a company and what we've tried to do and con will continue to try to do is push that forward. I think you other people that want that gravitate to you. And that's why like the subcontractors that we that we have are fantastic because we have such a laugh when they come on site. Such a laugh. And it's it's um yeah, it's fantastic. And they <laughs> learn from us. We learn from them. And it's just that, you know, you pick up stuff all the time because in reality you can't know it all. I've I've forgotten so much since I've had to go into the office. Yeah, but I, I I genuinely think that when you try and grow a business and you have to go into the office, you actually uh, most probably become a worse Sparky because you're not practicing it all the time. Oh, mate, um, do you know so what's funny like, talking about that? And I was talking to Libby about this on uh, on Friday. I was a commercial industrial Sparky for 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. I was really good at containment and all the commercial stuff. Great. Swapped over to domestic um, and stuff. And I would say that the commercials are craft, but the domestic 
is way more you have to be way more knowledgeable so i'm finding that now i've spent all this time i'm 15 years deeper well i'm 20 years deep as an electrician Hmm. i'm i'm now starting at the bottom again and it's you think you know but you don't know and it it goes the same soon as you're out out of that world for a bit you're gonna start like if i went back to commercial now i think i'd probably be in a bit of trouble you know (laughs) Yeah, it is tricky, and and the thing is, as long as you, as long as other people know that, and they felt that, and I feel, I feel like sometimes the bravado of of trying to say this that you're it. the best at everything, and yeah. well, you know, the reality is, you know, everyone's got weaknesses, and you might once have been a strength, but you've not done it for so long, and it's a weakness. Um, and if you say to people, bloody hell, I've just, I cannot remember how do I do this, how do I do that? Other people go, might take the piss a little bit. But might you know are happy to show yeah. you if you ask, and and I think that's what's good about the community on Instagram. Definitely is that you ask people I think it's, nine times I think out of ten they'll tell you. I think it's a sparky community as a whole. I mean, mm. if you like, you've got absolute legends like Azuri, Mark Allison, Savo, mm. Bundy, those guys. If you phone them with a problem and ask them a question, they've got the answer for you, and they don't mind giving you ten minutes. Like yeah. Jamie, I phone Jamie two or three times a week with a question, a technical question. Which is a pain. <laughs> and uh, and honestly, he knows the ones and twos. Maybe at mm. some point this this year, if you're down in Kent Way, maybe I can pop along and and maybe do a day for you. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and uh, learn the ropes of uh, solar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, definitely. Jamie, got anything to add, boss? We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, what happened there was um, I've got a dodgy Dewalt charger. I realised my phone was going flat. I flicked the extension lead on, and it tripped me RCD, taking out all the inside <laughs> my house. So yeah, that's my own problem. But yeah, um, yeah, it's great for me on Sam. I've enjoyed it. I didn't know what happened that last bit, but yeah, um, it's been a good one. And it's it's nice to hear someone who's willing to be open about the money, the processes, and the problems, mate, which is great. Because obviously, if people don't hear this kind of stuff, which is what I do in business month, people will get dragged into those business courses. Because as I added follow on Instagram the other week, I said I'm going to do more of it, and you're doing loads of it. So people just have to definitely give you follow. No one's talking about business. It's like it's a Mm. it's a black hole. No one knows about so. Um, I think people, people feel that Instagram, it, yeah, I think people think when they see stuff on Instagram, they think that everything is cool and cushy in the background and everything. When actually yeah, we're all just, we're all just swimming as fast as we no. can and, and have massive, you know, have massive holes and, and weaknesses and things. And that's why this year for us, 2024 is the year of the process. And hopefully by 2025, we'll have it nailed and we can then. And we'll come back and, to you then. This yeah, is my year. If you are on yeah. Instagram, I mean, I, I, I do a lot on Instagram. There's a lot of sparks on there. Do you want to show sparks to go off to non-sparks or siblings, whatever? If mm. you are what you consider a, a spark, a sparky Instagrammer, let's hear about you, what you're up to in your business and that. Not, you don't have to start yeah. doing the financial bit. Start spreading the word because otherwise people will get sucked in by other people trying to tell them that information. Mm. And uh, if we all help each other out, then everyone will know a bit better, won't they? And there's no secrets, really. No one can come and nick that money from you unless they no get a balaclava on. So, so for me, I'd rather just be open and say... No one's going to steal and... steal off me how to pay HMRC or some business advice like that. And yeah, last exactly. week, I got well emotional about the old Joseph Fantino courses. And what I realised was, um, for the business advice, to come back to that for last week, is I, although I had a bit of fun ragging him off, and I rang him up this week and, and ragged him off again, yeah, I shouldn't have made it personal about someone. What I would always advise with you tonight is, Due diligence, yeah. Mm. Always do, always pause. Think about what you're doing. Is it genuine? Am I going to do this? What's the best way to do it? And do that due diligence, that process stuff, and you'll be a, you'll be better off in business than than nine out of ten people. And yeah, on that bombshell, electrician podcast. We are out.
I'm sort of a dodgy warren now. 